Welcome to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette, with your host Steve Garrett, MC and DJ at one of the largest Corvette weekends in the country, Corvette Fun Fest, president of the Corvette Club of Kansas City, Missouri, and radio disc jockey at the number one radio station in Kansas City for over 40 years. Here's Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. I appreciate you tuning in. You can listen to Corvette Today on all podcast platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, and now on Pandora, Stitcher, Audible, and many more. You can also listen on your smart device. Just say Alexa or Hey Google. Play the podcast called Corvette Today, and you're connected. Also, visit the Corvette Today website. It's corvettetodaypodcast.com. You can also sign up for Corvette Today notifications, updates, and information at corvettetoday.ck.page. Hey, and don't forget, join the Corvette Today Facebook group. We have over 1,800 members, and I'd love to have you as a member, too. First, let me thank our flagship sponsors of Corvette Today, Haltech Systems. Haltech makes the best cold air intake with world-class performance for your C5, C6, C7, and C8 Corvette. It's the quickest and fastest intake with no cutting or hacking. It's just plug-and-play and no throwing codes. Get your special Corvette Today discount of 11% off with the code CT11 online at HaltechSystems.com or just call them 262-965-4300. That's 11% off at H-A-L-L-T-E-C-H Systems.com or their phone number is 262-965-4300 and get your Corvette Today discount. Also, midenginecorvetteforum.com. If you'd like to join this new vibrant forum that focuses on the new mid-engine C8 Corvette, it's free to join this friendly community. You'll find a lot of Corvette enthusiasts like yourself at midenginecorvetteforum.com. Also, a shout out to canadiancorvetteforum.com, welcoming Corvette owners around the world. Today on the show, we're going to talk about the NCRS, which is the National Corvette Restorer Society. Now, many of you may have heard of the NCRS, but you may not know what it is or what it does. The NCRS plays a very important role in the world of Corvette, and that's why we're going to talk about the National Corvette Restorer Society on this episode of Corvette Today. Even though I own a C7 Stingray, I'm still a member of the NCRS, and currently, the NCRS doesn't do anything with the C7 yet, but this group is important to me and hopefully by the end of this Corvette Today podcast you will feel the same way. With me today is Harry Ledgerwood. Harry is a prominent member of the Kansas City, Missouri chapter of the NCRS. Harry was the past president of the chapter and now he's just recently been elected as one of the 10 regional directors of the NCRS. So his region is Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Texas, and Louisiana. Harry, welcome to the Corvette Today podcast. Hey, Steve. It's great to be here. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about the NCRS and hopefully help people understand a little more about the organization. We're going to make our best stab at it today, my friend. Harry, first, let's talk about the NCRS. When was it founded and what is the mission statement of the NCRS? Steve, the NCRS was founded in 1974 by a group of seven people who were formerly a member of a 53 to 55 Classic Corvette Club. The Classic Corvette Club they were belonged to was run by one individual rather than an organization, so they felt like they needed to break out and expand their horizon on Corvette knowledge and so forth. The uh, mission statement, the NCRS is a community of dedicated Corvette lovers 
and their objective is the restoration, preservation, history, and enjoyment of all Corvette models and configurations. You know, our fun statement is we join for the cars and stay for the friends. There you go. I like that. That's probably what got me to join as well. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Now, explain how a Corvette owner or even a Corvette aficionado that maybe loves Corvettes but doesn't own one can join. Also, talk about the structure of the NCRS, Harry, like the local chapters and the regional zones and things like that. Sure. Well, the first step, if someone's interested in the NCRS, the first step would be to join the national organization at www.ncrs.org. That's online. You can see the information. You can fill out an application right online and you become a member. After you join the national organization, the next step would be to find a local chapter. And that information is on that ncrs.org website. So you can find a local chapter, and once you become a national member, then you can join a local chapter. You have to belong to the national first and then a chapter. The structure of the organization is, like I said, the the national organization, which has 10 regions. Number 10 of the regions is our international chapters, and there are several chapters overseas in different places, Sweden, Australia, so forth. Those 10 regions, and then below that, there's 45 chapters total worldwide that are in different locations across the country. There's a certain requirement of how many people you have to have to be able to become a chapter, but we're still expanding as need be in areas where there, there is enough interest and people get together and want to put together a new chapter. That's really cool because it's a worldwide organization. I just got somebody that wrote to me from Australia and also from France that is listening to the Corvette Today podcast. So if there's an NCRS chapter in France or in Australia or even New Zealand, they can join that. Exactly. Now, Harry, do you have to own a Corvette or an early model Corvette to be in the NCRS? Not at all. The key to belonging to the NCRS is your desire for more knowledge about the Corvettes in general. The information is unbelievably available in great amounts and just a ton of fun. You get to meet people. Everybody in the organization is willing to help people. Actually, it's pretty smart if you join the NCRS before you chose to buy a Corvette because the knowledge that's available helps you make a better purchase. That's a really good point because if you're looking at buying a Corvette and you don't know anything and you're going into it just completely cold, learning about the cars that you want to buy is a great way to get introduced to the Corvette and make sure you make a perfect purchase. Exactly. The worst thing you could do is buy a car based on enthusiasm and your love of the look of the car and not realize what you've just done because you may overspent by several tens of thousands of dollars. Well, that's very true. Harry, talk about the events that the NCRS holds and how people can get involved on a local basis, even a regional or a national or international level. Right. The normal structure, and of course, 2020 has been an obsolete message, you know, as far as organizational structure and what we did. But the normal structure of the events is we have a national convention annually, and that moves each year. It moves across one of the three regions, either the west, the east, or the central United States. Below the national, six to eight regional meets each year, and the locations of those vary. The chapters that want to put on a regional meet submit that information two years to three years in advance, and so that those are on the calendar. And then below the regional meets are chapter meets, and there are different types of chapter meets. There's you know, A lot of chapters have monthly meetings. The Kansas City chapter is one that does. Some chapters have quarterly meetings when the uh, geographics aren't conducive to people coming monthly, and then uh, some chapters have an annual meeting. In addition, the chapters can put on judging meets and different things like that to encourage people to bring their car and get more involved in the hobby. 
There's also social events that chapters put on, just getting the cars out and driving them. The other thing that happens about every three years is we have a judging retreat, and it's been in Dallas, Texas, the last three events. And that's an occasion where you can sign up and go to that and learn about the judging process. It's a great place to learn more about how the cars are judged and how we do that in depth. Some more events that folks can get involved in. We recently, because of the COVID situation, we've started having some online judging schools that were available, put on by some of the different chapters around the country that you can log into and see online help pictures and discussions about certain segments of the judging process. Then there's also, like I said earlier, chapter meets have some judging events. We also, as a group, a lot of times we participate in local car shows. One great example is Kansas City puts on an all-GM car show, and we raise funds for Children's Mercy Hospitals. Done that for the last four or five years, and that's become a pretty strong process for us. Then in addition, some of the other things that are available to people, we have an online technical discussion board that people can log into. Once you're a member, you can log into and ask questions about anything technical, and you'll get almost immediate help from other members. There's a process where once you belong to the NCRS, if you have a Corvette, you can submit to find out who the original selling dealer was, the information where it was sold new. And then last but not least, some of the manuals and publications that are available, you get four quarterly publications of the Corvette Restorer magazine. Then you also get six copies of the Driveline magazine, which is ads and for sale and want to buy ads. And then the NCRS judging manuals for each generation are available on the NCRS website also. So those are some of the things that people can get learn more about the Corvettes and get more involved in them in general. That sounds good. As a matter of fact, in segment number two, Harry, we're going to talk more about the categories and the judging. Let's take a quick break and then we'll do that coming up on Corvette Today. VetFinders.com is the Internet's original Corvette classified ads website with classified ads starting at just $25 and every ad runs until your Corvette is sold. If you're in the market for a Corvette, VetFinders.com has over 500 Corvettes for sale from all around the USA and Canada and covering all eight generations. Visit VetFinders.com, the Internet's destination for buying and selling Corvettes. That's V-E-T-T-E Finders.com. KC Trends Motorsports has been the Midwest's largest custom wheel superstore for over 25 years. They specialize in C8 wheel fitments from the top brands in the industry like HRE, Vossen, ADV1, Avant-Garde, and more. They ship daily from their Kansas City location to all upper 48 states with the best pricing and inventory in the country. Need tires? KC Trends Motorsports has you covered. They have tires in stock from Michelin and Pirelli. Plus, they can help you with a customized wheel and tire combo for your Corvette to truly make it one of a kind. And if you need wheel ideas, no problem. Simply go online to kctrends.com for their car and wheel visualizer. See the wheels on your Corvette before you purchase. Also, there's dozens of wheels and tire combo pictures to look through online to spur your imagination. And their expert staff is there to help you with wheel and tire sizing and offsets for your C6, C7, and C8 Corvette. Visit them online at kctrends.com. See them on Facebook and Instagram. Make any Corvette a one-of-a-kind with KC Trends Motorsports. Call them toll-free, 877-962-5200. KC Trends Motorsports. And now, back to Corvette Today with your host and my husband, Steve Garrett. 
Hey, thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me today is Harry Ledgerwood. Harry is the former president of the Kansas City chapter of the NCRS, and he's recently been elected as one of the 10 new regional directors for the NCRS. In this segment number two, we're going to talk about NCRS class categories and judging. Harry, explain the awards categories to everybody and how early of a model Corvette can win an award. Okay, Steve. Well, first and foremost, I think the NCRS is misunderstood in their judging process, and everybody thinks it's a nitpicky organization. We're looking at individual nuts and bolts, and that's really quite far from the truth. What we are doing is we're looking at the originality of the car when we judge them in flight judging, the way it would have been delivered to the Chevrolet dealership when you went to pick up your new car without any dealer-added options. So, in other words, anything that was optioned and ordered it on the car the way it was produced, when it showed up at the dealership before you got it, that's the way we judge the car. We do look at nuts and bolts, but those are minor minor point issues. So the cars that we judge are from 1953. Most recently, we just added 2003 and 2004. So from 1953 to 2004, and they're broken out into 17 different categories by generation, like 53 to 5, 56 and 7, 58, 60, and so forth. Each category has a team leader for that group of cars, and they choose the judges that are going to judge that car. The judges that are chosen are chosen by their knowledge. The judges earn points for their ability to judge and for the, the events that they've judged at. So a 100-point judge is what we call a master judge. Then it goes to 200 and 300 and finally 400. So a 400-level judge has been judging for quite some time and has a tremendous amount of knowledge on different cars that he judges, he or she judges. As the cars age in generation, we add more cars. You mentioned that you have a C7. Eventually, those cars will be judged. Right. The great thing is as we go through and we learn more about these cars' originality, and now we have access to the current models, so you can only imagine how much depth the knowledge is on, the, for example, the C6s. Very true. Harry, what does it cost to get your car judged, and what do you receive when it is judged? The cost varies. The national event cost, in order to have your car judged at the national event once a year, the event cost, you have to sign up for the event, that ranges from 180 to $200 for the event cost. And that gives you the opportunity to go to judging schools, you know, participate in some of the trips that we make. We go to museums and things like that at the national event. Then the judging part of that, if you want to have your car in addition to showing up at the event, that cost ranges from three dollars to $400, depending on the class you want to have your car judged in. Things add on to that. For example, if you're bringing a trailer, you have to find a place to park the trailers, and we have trailer security and so forth like that. Right. At a regional event, the event cost is somewhere between $80 and $120, depending on what the facility costs to rent and so forth like that. And then the judging at a regional event is about $90 to $140, depending on the class. And then finally, the chapter events, the event cost, some chapters don't charge for that event. Some do because they rent a facility to have. So the event cost would be like 15 to $75, and the cost to have your car judged would be 40 to $100 at a chapter level. Gotcha. And then what do you receive once you get judged? If you're having your car judged, we'll call it as flight judging, which is the basic originality and condition judging. If you range from 94 to 100% of original condition, you get a top flight blue ribbon. If you range second flight, which would be 85 points to 93.9, you're going to get a red ribbon. And then if you range 
third flight, which would be up 75% up to 84.9, you get a white ribbon. In addition to that, you get a certificate talking about the date and the serial number of your car and so forth like that. And that goes on record in the NCRS archives so that that information is available. In fact, if you watch the Barrett-Jackson auction, you find that some of the cars that are on the auction block, they reach out and secure the information as to what that car was judged in the NCRS and what score it was and so forth like that. So those things are available and it affects the value of the car ultimately. Yeah. And then if your car has some things that need to be buttoned up, we'll say that way you can see the results of the judging and you can get that taken care of and then have your car judged again at a future event, correct? Exactly. Because we require the judges, if they take a deduction, you start out at a total of 4,510 points. And if they take a deduction, they have to justify that deduction and they have to make a note on the sheet, on the judging sheets as to why they took that deduction. Because what we want you to be able to do is go back home. You get those sheets after the judging event's over with. You go back home and like I said, here's why they took this one point off. And if you want to get that point back, here's the way you can do it. So that information is available to the owner after the judging event. They review that with the owner at the end of the judging process, too. Okay. And that's a good point, too. How many people judge the car at any certain time, Harry? And how much time do they spend actually looking over your Corvette? There's five pieces to the judging. First is operations, where we check all of the individual items that are supposed to operate, your headlights, your turn signals, your cigarette lighter, all that stuff, your radio. Second is mechanical. That's the engine compartment and some of the items that are involved in the mechanical process. Third would be exterior, the exterior of the car, the glass, the wheels, the tires, the paint. Next would be interior. Obviously, it's the interior of the car, the gauges, the radio, and just interior carpet. And then last would be the chassis, which is the underneath side and some of the engine compartment, the radiator and so forth like that. So there's two people on each team for that process. And normally, we allow two teams on the car at the same time. So in other words, mechanical and chassis could be on the same time because that way they're not stepping on each other. Next might be interior and exterior, something like that. Just depends on the team leader as to how he wants to configure which teams are on. Operations is usually done before when the car is cold. So we get a cold start. We can check the choke operation and so forth like that. Sometimes if the cars are coming in that morning, like at a chapter meet, we end up doing operations at the end of the judging process. So once we get where we can clear it out and, and not fog everybody out with carbon. Good idea. You ask about the time. Yes. The time varies. We target the, each team. We ask them to try to do their process. And that's why you want skilled judges on that. We want them to be able to do that judging on that section in 45 minutes, no more than about an hour. If you figured out the total hours, it's obvious a considerable number of hours, as opposed to some of the other venues where the total time is less than 45 minutes for the whole car. Got it. And you also have a new category for the NCRS judging as well. Talk about that because it's really cool. It is. We call that the concourse class. And the reason for that class coming to be part of our process, and everybody thinks the NCRS is strictly originality, but we recognize there's a lot of people that want to make minor changes and some major changes to their cars. Like I said in the mission statement, we want to recognize all cars, all model Corvettes and configurations. Okay. So what that does is gives an owner a chance. The car has to be first. It has to be a Corvette-born vehicle. It has to have a title that says it's a Corvette. And if it has a VIN number, it either has to have the issued VIN number or a state-issued VIN number. So it's actually a legal vehicle. There's two classes for Concours. One is stock. The second is modified. 
If you go into the stock class, that means that the body hasn't been modified. We don't look at wheels and tires. We don't care about what's on there. So we, have, we look at the outside of the car and say, okay, the body is not modified. It's original configuration for that generation of Corvette. Or if it has been modified, then you go into the modified class. And basically, the concourse class, instead of like in regular judging, where half of the judging is on originality, the second half is on condition. In concourse, we don't look at originality on anything. In fact, we're looking for innovation. If you do something that's a lot better or neater than it was factory, you know, we had one guy bring in a car and instead of the radio speaker on the dash, he had a pop-up DVD that came out of the radio speaker slot. Wow. So it had another guy, they said, oh, we forgot to ask you to open your hood. He was sitting behind the driver's seat and he hit the button and the hood popped up, you know, <laughs> on, on an early model Corvette, not on a late model. Wow. So we're looking for the wow factor in the concourse judging. So if, if it's at least as good as original, you score well. If it's better than that, you score even better than well. And again, you get ribbons for the stock or modified class, depending on how you score the same way. Harry, when we get to C7s, I'm going to definitely have my carbon fiber edition Stingray in the modified department. And it'll probably knock them dead. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate you saying that, buddy. I've seen the car. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what, let's take another break, Harry. And in the third segment of Corvette today, we're going to talk about your personal role in the NCRS. Okay. You're listening to Corvette Today. If you're looking for top quality aftermarket parts for your C2 through C7 and especially your new C8 Corvette, look no further than Apsis USA. We are a leader in aftermarket parts, especially parts made in carbon fiber. Whether it's for your interior, exterior, or engine bay, Apsis USA can custom make nearly any part you want in leather, carbon fiber, or carbon flash. Plus, we have custom parts for your new C8 Corvette that no other company has. Visit our website at apsisusa.com. Or call toll-free at 1-800-68-APSIS. That's 1-800-682-7747. Call and get the special Corvette Today discount of 10% off your order. We'll help you customize your Corvette to give it that one-of-a-kind look. So when you want the best, look to the leader in aftermarket interior, exterior, and engine bay parts for your Corvette. APSIS USA at APSISUSA.com. Don't forget, call today and get your 10% discount when you mention the Corvette Today podcast. Hey, honey, are you awake? Mm, I am now. I can't sleep. Since turning 50, I keep dreaming of a red door and a blue door, somehow knowing there are only choices for retirement. Okay. Through the red door, we outlive our money. We have to rely on our kids. We're stuck on a fixed income. It's terrifying. Yeah, that would suck. But through the blue door, our money outlives us. We retire on our terms. Our kids stay our kids, not our caretakers. We make work optional. Yes, that's much better. That's what I want to, but what do we do? We call True Wealth and Company at 913-653-8783. They specialize in helping successful people make work optional. They're our fiduciary Blue Door personal wealth managers. Hey, where are you going? It's 3 a.m. I can't sleep. I'm going to check out True Wealth and Company online at retirewithtrue.com. That Blue Door is going to be our retirement. 913-653-8783. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com. Investment advice offered through True Wealth and Company, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Kansas. You're listening to the Corvette Today podcast with Steve Garrett. 
Hey, thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me today is Harry Ledgerwood. We're talking about the National Corvette Restorer Society. In this third segment, we're going to get a little bit personal with Harry. First of all, Harry, tell me how you got interested in Corvettes. Well, Steve, that's, it's great that you asked because my interest in Corvettes, and I don't know why, but I do know when. I bought a 1962 Corvette that was six months old when I was a junior in high school. Had to get my buddies to ride with me and pay for the gas because I didn't have any money for gas after buying the Corvette. So the second part of it was my wife and I dated in a silver blue 64 coupe, and she and I have been married for over 50 years. So the Corvette, to me, goes way back in time, and I guess that love for the vehicle and the knowledge about it has stayed with me, and it's been improved as time take goes on. First of all, Mazel Tov on 50 years of marriage, and that's a great story that you dated in that blue Corvette. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Tell me about your role with the Kansas City chapter, because you started started out as president. You held a role right now, but you've recently got elected to a new role with the NCRS. Right. My history with the Kansas City chapter started in the early 80s at a Corvette show at a shopping center mall where there was all kinds of vehicles, cars and Corvettes. And in Kansas City, there's six Corvette clubs. And at that time, there was not a Corvette club available that was specific to the earlier generations of cars. This is 1980. So several of us that had older vehicles at the show started talking about, you know, it'd be nice to have a car club that talked about the from 53 to 67 at that time, which is the generations that NCRS recognized. And so that's how the club began. It began as a classic Corvette club. Two years later, we lobbied and joined the NCRS as a chapter. So in 1983, the Kansas City chapter of the NCRS was born, all coming from the car show. Like I said, the club joined the NCRS in 83. I was chairman for several years then and off and on several other years afterwards over the 40 years. Currently, I've been the newsletter editor because we were getting some new younger blood in there as chairman and vice chairman. So we got some younger folks in there that love to get involved in the club. And I said, well, if they'll do that, I'll do the newsletter. So we had the vehicle for communication with the folks. Over time, I've done a bunch of judging and I became the assistant judging chairman and the team leader for 63 through 67 Corvettes in the chapter. So when we have a chapter meet, I assist the judging chairman on that process. Very cool. Now, how has the NCRS handled operating during this pandemic? Because a lot of our membership is probably north of 60 years old because, you know, the club's been going on since 74, and a lot of those people are still active in it. The only regional event we had in 2020 was in Florida in February, and that's when the pandemic heated up all across the country. So the NCRS, because of the age of our folks and because of the concern for safety of everybody involved, we started shutting down the events, national and regional. At one point in time, we shut down all the chapters events. Then slowly but surely, we started opening back up. We started with the virtual judging schools I mentioned earlier to keep people involved and get them available to more information that they were used to getting when they went to regional and national events. They put out a set of NCRS COVID guidelines if we were going to have an event. The events just started opening back up in the fall to where a chapter could have an event. And we just had a judging event here in October in Kansas City and had a limited number of people 
kept that down to two people on a car at one time and so forth like that. And everybody wore masks and everybody was safe. So very nice. That was the key to it. Talk about your new role, Harry, as the regional director in the Midwest over these different states. That's got to be a, a real feather in your cap. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. Well, the regional directors, those positions are three years in term and they are elected by the membership in the region. So because of my involvement over the years in the chapter and everything like that, early on, I didn't have time to do the region position and wasn't able to travel. But now I can travel as needed. I plan on traveling and attending regional and national events. We have about 1,200 members in the region that I represent, which is, like you said, Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Texas, Louisiana. My goal is to be able to coordinate and assist those chapters in growing membership, growing involvement with membership, keeping the spouses or partners involved so that it's not just a judging event club. It's an event club about Corvettes in general and the fun. And everybody thinks we judge our cars and put them in trailers and leave them alone, don't drive them. That's nothing further from the truth. There are some people that do that. There's a lot of these cars that have been judged and restored that go into collections. But the average member restores a car and has it judged and reaches all the awards and then they drive it and use it. And I think nothing's more important than that. Driving the cars, what they're about. They weren't trailer queens. Bottom line, these cars are built to be driven. Absolutely. Talk about some of the upcoming events for the NCRS, Harry. You know, once we get past the pandemic and we know that we can do these events safely, then we'll be back into the mode of the operation the national event, the regional events, and so forth. We have those on the calendar for 2021, but we're still watching month by month to make sure that those can be done safely where people can come and enjoy it and plan on leaving there healthy. We'll have regional events. The chapters are, are able to do more because the chapter is a little bit smaller group of people, so you can do things like keeping people social distance apart and keep them away from each other and you know where you don't have the liability or the opportunity for people to get ill. How can a person join the NCRS, Harry? Well, you don't have to own a Corvette. Really, if you just are interested in learning about Corvettes, nothing could be smarter. You know, you can join the NCRS, like I said, by just reaching out to the national organization online, join that, and then they'll send a note to the local chapter in the area that you're in to let them know. And then that chapter usually reaches out to you and says, hey, thanks for joining the NCRS. We have a local chapter, and we'd love to have you come attend one of our meetings and or a function, or and we'll send you the newsletter or so forth to get you involved and We'd love to have you as part of our organization. That's great. That's great. Now, if a person wants to get in touch with you and talk more about the NCRS and stuff, how can they get in touch with you? Well, my information is available on the NCRS website also. They're free to email me at hkledgerwood at gmail.com, or they can text me at 816-863-3420, or leave me a voicemail there. I'm more than happy to help people. That's part of what the organization and the folks in the organization do. We love to help people learn more about their cars, help them with issues, tell them if we have some successful experiences with different businesses that we do business with. We'll recommend those or tell them, hey, we had a good experience here. If you need this done, here's a place you might think about going. The wealth of information that we've gathered over the years on these cars and the judging manuals, when you see the judging manuals for each section, for example, they just redid the 1966 Corvette judging manual. It's 300 and some pages and color photos. and It's got a wealth of information. If you were, if you had a 66 or were going to buy one, it wouldn't be a better investment. That's amazing. Harry, thanks again for being on Corvette today. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate the opportunity. 
Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today, and thanks to our flagship sponsors, too. Make sure you take advantage of these great podcast discounts from Haltech Systems. You can get 11% off with the code CT11. Use that online at H-A-L-L-T-E-C-H systems.com or call them at 262-965-4300. Also, Apsis USA. Get 10% off online at APSISUSA.com or call them at 1-800-68-APSIS and mention the Corvette today podcast to get your 10 percent discount you've been listening to corvette today with steve garrett if you'd like to contact steve with any thoughts on the podcast or ideas for guests on corvette today you can email him at steve garrett dj at gmail.com that's steve garrett dj at gmail.com garrett has two r's and two t's or connect with steve on social media on facebook twitter or instagram using at Steve Garrett DJ. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today.